So one of the things that I think about is what does it actually mean if you are a top performer in a particular category? I think this is an interesting sort of business lesson or, or thing that sort of reflects on what's going on. Um, and the sort of direct one-to-one -one relationship is that they are somehow better, right? So if you're a top performer, if your performance and, you know, however you might measure it. Um, so, for example, you might measure how much money you actually bring in. And you might say that, hey, this person is a is a top performer because they bring in a lot of money. But what the key thing of a lot of research in this area shows is that there this relationship um, between having a top performance does not correlate um, with actual skill in terms of what's going on. There is a, a loose correlation. Um, in fact, there's probably, you know, a moderate correlation between the two in that, yes, there is a relationship between doing well and getting top performance or, or getting higher performance on average across individuals. However, um, if you look at um, top performers in a particular area, or, you know, if you look at, um, you know, even the worst performers in a particular area, there's not a very good relationship between the two. Um, and there's lots of reasons for this. The sort of thing that I focus on and I think about the most is, Top performers often um, are reflecting on how good that they actually are and sort of capturing that performance metric, right? So you might be thinking of teach to the test, for example. Um, teachers having very good teaching ratings might be very good at teaching to those teaching ratings or teaching to the test that is being tested. Um, often I think about in the classroom is if you want people to do well on a particular test, then you should just look at their grade on how well they did in the test. But there's often a lot of great individuals that don't perform the same degree on tests as they do as just functioning human beings, right? Like you can, there's a lot of people you know in your life that clearly they are just functioning very well and they sort of have a robust, um, you know, sort of human functioning, I don't know what you call call it, but just they function very well, right? Like they're sort of adaptable. Um, they have sort of moderate level self-esteem, not high, not low, that um, they sort of are coachable, all sorts of things like that. And yet, if you were to look on sort of test performance, often those individuals don't do well for various different reasons, you know, stress and anxiety, um, maybe that they're so focused on doing well in other areas, it's hard to sort of maximize on the one particular key thing um, on that particular grade. There's lots of different things that go on and we need to observe those and think about them um, and put them into perspective, right? It's not necessarily just about a single objective. Um, it's not just about looking at um, you know, how somebody might just do well on one single test at one given time. What you need to look at 
Um, and it's not like their extended performance over the long run because the extended performance in the long run might exhibit, um, you know, things like they're just born into different positions and things. And so you have to be very careful and thoughtful um, in terms of how you're assessing performance. It's not clear at all, right? Um, and, you know, that, that's why that there's, there's a lot of benefits um, by, by, by just having conversations, by, um, you know, and not always, this just makes it even more difficult, right? Like some people, even though they're awkward to talk to and they might not do well in an interview, you might think of them as like, eh, um, but they might perform spectacularly well in specific roles or in a different, you know, in, in a different day. Like it's very difficult is what I'm saying. Um, and, and I am a believer that most people will rise to the challenge, not always, but many people will rise to the challenge when faced with it. And you cannot get, you can't just look at one particular thing, or you can't just look at somebody, how somebody presents on paper. We have all heard of the story, um, they look good on, on paper, but you know when you actually get to know them, they're really not. Um, so you know what I'm getting at is, don't just uh, don't just think about just just metrics and numbers and and those kind of things and really think about reading between the lines. It's not always the case um, that there's something going on and you might sort of think that there is a a, a relationship to often between how well people perform in a test and sort of their skills and capabilities, but just be aware, know that that it's not a direct relationship. There's all sorts of evidence in, in so many different domains. This is simply not true. Um, that there is a, a you know robust 100% correlation between how somebody performs on a certain um, test or series of tests or criteria and their underlying skill level, which is based on you know old's. Um, um, uh, old sort of methodology that the source state of the art suggests there's just nuance and there's not a clear like this is what we should do but um, you know what the the evidence suggests and what I sort of think about is that you just use your head right like if people are being strictly by the numbers um, just use your head it's it's often not the case uh, and and there's there's you know you just have to use your head use your heart often in terms of figuring out who somebody is are they well-intentioned are they you know trying to be nice are they trying you know lots of things like that and there's just a lot of fuzziness and it's not clear um but that's life there's never like a clear cut relationship between something and something else it never happens that way. We have to sort of disentangle and say, what you observe is not always what's generating the, the data generating process, right? Um, and that's the important thing to think about. And actually to give you a sort of, this happens in science all the time. This is like, you know, true. But if you think in general about uh, data generating of the solar system. People used to use that very strictly and they'd see all sorts of circles and things like that and they couldn't explain 
how the solar system worked um, because we thought everything revolved around the Earth. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.